everyone, it's Anna. Welcome back to The Analogs. Well, this is not exactly the episode I thought I would be presenting to you. This was the weekend for my very first retreat, and it didn't happen. Mother Nature thought that this weekend was better suited for a winter storm, and therefore sent snow and ice to the beaches of North and South Carolina. So I had to postpone the retreat, moved it to next month, and that actually went much better than I could have anticipated. I, hoping for the best, was expecting to face some hurdles as far as rescheduling. That didn't happen. I contacted the Airbnb owner. Not a problem. Let me know when you want to come. We'll just transfer the the reservation. I contacted the spa where we were going to be. Not a problem. They were going to close anyways because of the storm. Reschedule it. We're good to go. Contacted the caterer. Not a problem. Just let us know what you decide on. Everything remains the same. And even the ladies that were planning to attend the retreat. Unfortunately, one of them is not able to attend in February, but she will definitely be signing up for future retreats. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I was a little disappointed, but it's better to be safe than sorry. And we would have gotten up there. The spa would have been closed Walking on the beach wouldn't have happened, and I would have made it work. Yet, I think that the whole experience is what really needs to happen. And this just wasn't the time for that. So, we'll just do it next month, and I'll tell you about it then. So, me being me, I posted about it and just talked about there's no reason to be upset over this. Things happen. You can't control the weather. You have to make the most of it. And that's what I've done. Okay, we're not doing it this month. We're going to move it to next month. The snacks that I bought, they're all still going to be good. We'll put them away in the pantry, probably up on the top shelf because it'd be a little bit harder to get to. It's all good. And the retreat in February is going to be better than I ever could have imagined. So it worked out. And after I posted about that, my good friend Lisa, or you may know her by the name Sally, called me and said, hey, look, rather than getting snowed in, possibly not having any electricity again, If you remember in the last episode, I talked about being without power. Why don't you and Harley come up here? That way, if we get snowed in, we lose power, you've got company. So that's what we did. I packed up Harley and we drove to North Carolina for the weekend. This is Harley's second trip. Ever. 
the very first trip she ever took was on our very first New Year's trip. And she didn't do so well. She is one of those dogs that gets shy when she's in a new place. A little bit little bit of it might be anxiety, but she will not go potty in a new new place. We had a fenced yard. She would not go. She was on the leash. She would not go. Even now, when I take her for a walk, it's great because she won't go potty. However, that's not so good for traveling. When I go visit my friend and I'll take her sometimes, I have to come back here like first thing the next morning because she's got to go to the bathroom. So I thought, this is going to be interesting. We'll see how she does. She did okay. She was a little nervous in a new place. She had met Lisa and her husband before when they had stopped by here to pick up some things. But it was different because it was not her house. She wasn't familiar with it. And they have two dogs, which the dogs got along fine. She and one of them kind of snipped at each other once, but you know, they're dogs. It was all good. And she did eventually go potty. And I, you know, gave her all kinds of accolades and gave her treats and and everything. Will I take her traveling again with me, though? I don't know. I see the stress that it puts on her. And honestly, taking her with me would limit some of the activities that I want to do. And I don't want to take her and then leave her in the Airbnb. That's not fair to her. And I have a lot of people ask, well, what do you do with Harley when you're traveling all the time? I've got amazing dog sitters that give her so much love and so much attention that I think she likes them more than she likes me. But she's in her house. She's got her yard. She's got her toys and her bed. And I think she actually sleeps with them. So, I mean, she sees it as a vacation. I guess a staycation for her. But anyways, the whole point was, so we went to North Carolina for the weekend. And... It was a lot of fun. You know, we went up Thursday night. Friday, Lisa and her husband both worked from home, so they were working all day. And it gave me the opportunity to get work done. I tend to work from home on Fridays. I recently added social media management to my business. And so Fridays are my days to really get things created and designed and in the queue and ready to go. And sometimes being at home, I get distracted. But being up there, I was able to knock out a bunch of work. I also added consultation services to my business where I work with homeowners getting their houses ready for photos, not staging the houses for them, not organizing things for them, but basically going through each room, created a, I created a checklist that, you know, I write on there, okay, this is what you need to do 
So when I come to take the photos, the houses are ready to go and they're going to show the best that they can with what the homeowners have. So having that day away gave me that opportunity to really get a lot of that work knocked out. And then that afternoon, we went over to our other friend's house, Lisa, and serenaded her for her 50th birthday. I think she was quite surprised with that. So we stood out in the yard, social distanced, had our mask on, and sang happy birthday to her. And you could just see, you could just see it in her eyes that it meant so much to her that we did that. Saturday, I did something I'd never done before. I painted a picture. Lisa is really creative and she has painted pictures before. She's got this adorable painting of a chickadee in her bathroom that she did herself freehand. And she decides, hey, I'm going to paint this picture for my aunt. You know, my other aunt, her sister just passed. She loves cardinals. I'm going to paint this for her. Why don't we do a paint day? Okay, sure. I had no clue what I was going to paint. I'm looking up ideas. And you know how you see those abstract paintings where it looks like somebody just took the paintbrush and like just made an X on the paper or made a bunch of lines? That's what I was going to do. I think I kind of ticked Lisa off though because she didn't think I was taking it seriously. But I was. Art is not something I was gifted with. I can take pictures all day long and I can create art from that. But to actually start with a blank canvas and create something, even looking at a picture and like, hmm, yeah. I tried to channel my inner Bob Ross. He doesn't exist. So I started looking for ideas and I came across a photo of flowers that are very retro looking, just simple lines, circles for the flowers, and the leaves were almost triangular in shape. And I thought, how can I mess this up, right? So I did it. The colors I worked with originally were not quite right, so I kept adding. And I have to tell you, I was shocked at what I ended up with. I have to admit, it looks pretty damn good. No, my lines aren't straight. Are they straight in nature? My circles aren't perfect. But I created this thing. And it looks amazing. And even when I got home tonight, I went on my computer and I created something very similar. And I thought, wow, could this be the start of something new? A creative outlet for me that's not photography. That's me actually creating it from scratch. Not taking a photo and using software to manipulate it, which is creating, it's in a sense, 
it's just a different type of creation. You know, I'm not starting with that blank canvas and coming up with something. I enjoyed that so much. And I found myself sitting there with Lisa watching her drawing out her bird and knowing how to add the detail and seeing this cardinal come to life. And I look at mine and I've got a bunch of lines and circles. And I thought, well, how creative is that? You know, I comparing myself to her. And she said something that really struck a chord with me. She said, what you're doing is so precise. There's a lot of detail in a different way. And she said, I would never be able to create something like that. And I'm thinking, yeah, that makes perfect sense. For so long, I was, I guess, envious of people who could start with a white canvas and do trees and happy little birds and all of those things and create these landscapes and animals and people with such detail that looks so realistic. I was never able to do that. Never occurred to me that my style is very different. I am very detailed. I do like things to be precise. And that's exactly what my painting is. The straight lines, the circles, the leaves. There's no shading. Mine's very monochromatic. But that describes who I am perfectly. And I feel like my episodes always turn into a lesson of some sort. And that's not what I plan when I start these. But it made me realize that for so long, I've compared myself to other people. And I've limited myself because I was trying to do exactly what they were doing. Instead of realizing that my gift is different, my talent is different, my skills are different. And that I can create something just as beautiful, but in a different way. And I don't know why I never thought of that. Because if you look at artists, their styles are so different. Look at Monet. Look at Picasso. Look at, I mean, everybody, they're so different. And they're all beautiful. One didn't look at the other and say, well, because I can't paint like you, I have no skill whatsoever. 
No, they went and they did their own thing. They put their own style, their own twist to it. And created masterpieces. My painting is in no way a masterpiece. But I'm really proud of what I did. I think it's cool. I think it's... I don't know how to describe it. It's more of like that 60s kind of vibe. And maybe that'll lead to something. And even if it doesn't, I may just paint a whole bunch of them and put them in my guest room. And that's my retro room or something. Or figure out how to put it on fabric and make curtains with it or do something. But, you know, for Lisa to sit there and paint this bird out of nothing and look at mine and say, oh my gosh, I wish I could do that. And I'm thinking it's just lines and circles. Her mind works differently than mine. And I think we have to be accepting of that, not just with other people, but within ourselves and not compare what we can do to others. So for Lisa, going to a wine and paint event may be perfect because she can look at a picture and recreate it. For me, mm -mm, not so much. Or if I did it, mine's not going to look anything like what the original is going to be. Mine's going to be more abstract or mine might have that little retro twist to it. It doesn't mean that it's wrong. It doesn't mean that it's bad. And it taught me that I have to I have to stop comparing myself to others. I have to stop comparing my life to other people's lives. I'm on this particular journey for a reason. I'm discovering things about myself that I never knew. And even though it may look different than everybody else's, it doesn't mean that it's wrong. It doesn't mean that I'm missing out on something. It just means that I'm experiencing life in a different way. And that's okay. I don't think I've said that in a while. So maybe that was the reason behind my retreat getting rescheduled. Maybe I needed to be in North Carolina, sitting across from Lisa, painting to really discover that one, I have a new talent two, that I need to quit comparing myself and I need to quit looking at or focusing on 
what I lack or what my life lacks and focus on all the amazing things that are in my life that I'm doing with my life that are just waiting for me out there just the opportunities you know I have amazing people in my life I have amazing clients in my life I have ideas that are just sitting there waiting for me to bring them to fruition. I mean, as I look at my business and the things that I'm doing, the ideas that I've had, and I'm putting them out there in the universe and they're happening. But sometimes I kind of need a little push. And I think that's what happened. So... It wasn't such a bad thing that that this storm came through and that my retreat got canceled. I think what I've learned this weekend is really going to it's going to bring something more to that retreat. It's given me ideas on what I can add to make it even better. And I think it's really going to truly benefit the women that are participating in a greater way than if we had had it this weekend. You know, even at my age, I'm going to be 52 this summer, and I am continuing to grow and continuing to learn and continuing to discover what I can do, what I'm made of. And I find that the more gratitude I have for those things, the more the universe rewards me. And by saying that, I mean, I'm grateful for everything in my life. I'm grateful for every person in my life. I'm grateful for every experience in my life. And once I acknowledge that, the possibilities are endless. And I hope I can help other people understand that. Life happens. Plans change. (laughs) And it's all in how we react to it. That makes a huge difference. And even though... I'm okay with being here in the snowstorm with Harley. 
we needed to be with Lisa and her family this weekend. There was a lesson for us, and we learned it. Harley went potty on the leash. I mean, that's huge. So I wasn't the only one that got something out of this weekend. I need to embrace every opportunity I have. Conversations I have, the experiences that I have, the time I have to spend with those that are so special to me. There's a lesson in all of that. There's a lesson in everything. And by showing gratitude for it, just brings more and more abundance into your lives. And even though I was doing it before, I am definitely going to spend more time being grateful for everything in my life and being grateful for the things that are to come. If I put it out in the universe and I'm grateful for it, I'm going to work towards it And I'm going to be rewarded. So I don't know how to end with this. I don't. It's just I'm overwhelmed in a way. I guess I can just say that the next time life happens... Your reaction to it is going to determine whether you're going to have a positive experience from it or a negative experience from it. So think about that. Think about that. And before I end, I want to send a huge shout out to my friend Rich, if you listen to my episode Blast from the Past, Rich and his wife Lisa, who I mentioned before, not Sally, but the other Lisa, were my friends that I reconnected with. They were the ones I met when we were stationed in Azerbaijan. And Rich produced a theme song for me, for my podcast. So that is the song that you are hearing. And I just think that's totally amazing that someone would take the time to create that for me. And who would have thought all those years ago that not only would I have reconnected with them, but that Rich and I would be collaborating in a sense and that he would be producing music for me. It's funny how life happens. Talk to you later.